In episode one of Crash Course, you heard how the decline of council housing has been one of the major causes of our current housing affordability crisis. Because it's such a key issue and also it provides lots of key political lessons, I wanted to share my conversation with one of my guests from that episode in full. John Bowden wrote the influential book Municipal Dreams, The Rise and Fall of Council Housing, and has recently published a new book called The History of Council Housing in a Hundred Estates. In this conversation, you'll hear a lot more detail than we managed to squeeze into the last episode in particular with respect to the rise of council housing before the 1945 Labour government, to the changes in the 1970s that undermined support for council housing even before Thatcher came to power, and to the politics which surrounded right to buy. The latter theme includes some first-hand evidence from John with reference to his experience canvassing on council estates for the Labour Party in 1983. He explained how Labour's opposition to right to buy was not always popular among working-class communities that lived on council estates. I should warn you, about six minutes of this interview already appeared on episode one, so apologies for any repetition, but I decided to leave the whole conversation here for the sake of completeness and to keep the flow of our discussion intact. If you're listening to this podcast on the Patreon-only feed, thank you so much. Your support is what makes this show possible. If you're on the free feed, to hear this interview in full, do head over to patreon.com forward slash crash course pod. Over to John Bowden. Well, the very first council homes were built in 1867 in Liverpool, and a small number, around 24,000, were built before 1914. But the great breakthrough, really the sea change in council housing, came in 1919 with the, with the Housing Act of that year. And of course, the intention at that point was to uh, provide, in the rhetoric of Lloyd George at least, homes for heroes. And this was both uh, a genuine attempt, I think, to uh, reward wartime sacrifice and service, but also very definitely an attempt to ward off the threat of revolution. People looked eastwards to actually Germany, um, but more uh, specifically to Russia. And the fear of revolution, threat of revolution, was very strong in 1918, 1919. And housing was intended, council housing was intended as a means of placating a potentially militant working class. And what was the effect of that council housing on tenants did rent become cheaper did homes become more livable what was the how would you notice this as someone living in those homes how would your life have changed um well to be honest michael if you, if you were a council tenant it may well be that your rent increased compared to what you were paying in in the uh, inferior housing the slum housing that you may have moved from and this was actually a, a problem for uh, council housing for really the uh, first few decades of its of its existence um, because it was impossible to build down to the level um, of, of, of what a slum cha- landlord would charge uh, and rents were typically higher so that meant that council housing really into the interwar period into the 1930s at least housed uh, a better off working class but those particularly in stable employment often in the public sector and so on um, what uh, housing reformers uh, hypothesized was what was what they called a filtering up process and they hoped that uh, whereby the, the relatively more affluent working class would move into the new council housing, the, slight, the inferior housing they vacated would become available to what people called at the time the slum working class, moving from even worse conditions. Um, that actually didn't happen. That was a theory, never the practice, uh, into the 1920s. Uh, and really, it's the 1930 Housing Act, um, a labor, piece of labour legislation um, that... Uh, 
attempted for the first time to rehouse the poorest working class, those living in the worst conditions. Um, it incentivized the rehousing of slum dwellers, and it was the first legislation which um, legislated for rent rebates for those unable to afford higher council rents. That was the start of my conversation with John Bowden about the rise and fall of council homes. To listen to the rest of the interview and to all other bonus episodes of this series, please become a Crash Course supporter at patreon.com forward slash crash course pod. You can get access to every show for just £3 a month and your support is essential to making this podcast a sustainable project. That's patreon.com forward slash crash course pod. We really do appreciate it.